Good morning and welcome to WSAU Feedback. I'm Meg Ellison. Thanks for joining me this morning. Yeah, okay, I'm going to go back to my usual uh, remarks about the weather. Well, we'll see. We'll see if we have some kind of, I don't think it's going to be a snowmageddon. Maybe it'll be a little snowflakemageddon. Who knows? But uh, I did, I was pressing Justin because I was contemplating driving down to Madison today. And I don't know if I'm going to because I'm a super nervous Nelly when I have to drive in inclement weather and would much rather have a driver, but I don't have such luxuries. <laughs> well, anyway, joining me this morning, I am delighted to have joining me from Concerned Veterans for America, Sam Rogers. Good morning, Sam. How are you? Good morning, Meg. I'm doing great. And uh, thanks so much for having me on. You're like the most rock star of all uh, Mr. Moms that I've ever met. <laughs> I appreciate I'll that. I'll never forget that about you is that when your wife was, uh, your wife who is also in the military, she was uh, serving, I don't know, was she overseas? She was, yes. Okay. Uh, in response to the Russia Russian invasion uh, of Ukraine. Wow. And uh, good old Sam was was at home playing the role of Mr. Mom to your four kids. And, so many uh, babies. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, they they all survived, right? I mean, they're all yes. mobile. They, they, yeah. They, no, that's that's the key. They're surviving and thriving. And uh, we've got we've got mom back now, which is uh, which is great. Um, and uh, some pretty exciting news here in the veteran space in Wisconsin. Well, good. Well, and that, that's why you're on the program this morning. I'm glad we were able to connect and get you back on the show. Let's if if you would just start by uh, talking a little bit about your organization, Concerned Veterans for Wisconsin or for America, I should say, and uh, and uh, so that our listeners have an idea of what you guys do. Yeah, Concerned Veterans for America is a veterans public policy organization um, that tries to break down barriers um, that impact veterans and their families, primarily veterans' health care access rights, uh, military foreign policy reforms, and uh, sometimes, you know, we address out-of-control federal spending as a national security issue. Um, a large part of what we do, though, you know, between foreign policy and veterans' health care access, it, it uh, consumes most of our time. Um, predominantly, we, we fight with the VA nationally. Um, you know, after 2020, we saw tremendous cuts in veterans' health care access rights, um, elimination you know, the new VA secretary um, has largely blocked, in many cases, access to community care services for veterans who can't receive timely care at the VA. Um, this is an ongoing fight uh, for us uh, and one that we're not going to let up until veterans have access to the, um, the health care that they've, that they've earned. And uh, but uh, in Wisconsin, you know, traditionally we don't engage in, in state level issues, but in Wisconsin, we saw. Uh, sort of a, some mirror effects of what was happening in the Biden administration, which was, um, you know, an absent leader of Wisconsin Department of Veteran Affairs, ongoing disasters and preventable deaths at multiple veterans homes in Wisconsin. Um, and she was nowhere to be found. Uh, no meaningful steps to uh, to publicly hold folks accountable or to change the trajectory of these troubled homes. Um, and for context, Wisconsin has actually both of our three homes. We have one of the best in the nation in Chippewa Falls. And then we have one of the worst in the nation at Union Grove. Um, although just before 
another article dropped highlighting uh, two uh, two deaths at the King nursing home. Uh, and it's just, I mean, it's, you know, it's the stuff of nightmares as a, uh, you know, a 66 year old Vietnam vet um, on fire while smoking, you know, uh, there's, you know, a, a camera, he was supposed to be supervised when smoking, um, caught on fire. And, you know, a guy, you know, who's, he was like, um, he had, uh, I think it was MS uh, from chemical exposure. And so like the lower half of his body, you know, was, was like paralyzed and, you know, the guy was on fire and, and trying to use snow to put himself out in negative 17. Oh, my gosh. Just, just and he, you know, he died two days later. And the other one, a, guy, a fellow was supposed to uh, come in, um, a veteran from the 50s, was supposed to come in it for, for post-surgical care. Uh, and he's a diabetic, and they just stopped checking his blood sugar and never reported that his surgical wound was, um, uh, you know, was infected. And so he just, he died. He was supposed to be there for a few weeks for recovery. Uh, his family lost him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, we spent, we spent what, four, maybe four months last year, um, for America, uh, you know, activists and volunteers, uh, you know, we crisscrossed the state talking to veterans, talking to military families and asking them to call the governor and demand accountability, um, for these for these preventable deaths that have been ongoing um, constantly since 2018, uh, and and so I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that uh, Secretary Kolar is leaving. Um, you know, and I think that this is a profound opportunity for both the governor to not just appoint some politician who's going to show up for you know uh, and. <clears throat> you know, um, window dressing type stuff, but someone who truly cares about, uh, someone who truly cares about, uh, veterans healthcare and, uh, and, and also for the legislature to really dig in before confirming another appointee here. Do you think it's going to happen? I mean, do you think they're, they're going to get someone competent this time around? Because I mean, it seems to me, what, what was the, I mean, was she just a placeholder, this Mary Kolar? Well, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. I couldn't speak to it. I mean, she had, she had great credentials on her face as a, as a military or a military officer. Um, but, but again, I mean, she was, a she was, uh, in charge of uh, Great Lakes Naval Training Facility, you know, as, uh, as a commissioned officer, had, she, had any Naval trainee been found in the conditions that some of these, some of these senior war wounded veterans had been found in, I mean, her career would have been ended and that, that didn't seem to be enough to, um, to drive the change that, that these veterans deserve. So I don't know. I don't know what the problem was, but, uh, we have an opportunity here to turn veterans healthcare around for our seniors here in Wisconsin. And I really hope that the governor takes that seriously. Uh, and I hope the legislature takes legislature takes that seriously. It's sort of part and parcel with uh, Tony Evers and his appointees. It seems to me that he really isn't all that. Well, it doesn't seem like he's engaged in who it is that they appoint, nor is he really engaged in in what they are or are not doing in their roles. And I mean, in the case of veterans, it's so. Sam, I I just was not aware that we had these two extremes, and I don't consider a the the best. Uh, 
a veterans care facility in the state to be an extreme. I think that should be the example, frankly. But but then it to, used to be. Yeah, to juxtapose it to the the worst in Union Grove, and why why isn't that a priority? I, I presume that is. I presume who's who's the congressional district is that in? Uh, Union Grove was in Brian Stiles' congressional district, and, it, and it's funny you bring that up because I sat down with him. Uh, the, the videos on our uh, Concerned Vets for America Wisconsin Facebook page, we talked about this, and he his office tried to get funding allocated to Union Grove during the pandemic to help them with staffing issues, and it was rejected by Mary Polar at WDVA. It's and so, so, so it's. It is. It is. But, you know, the, the, at the end of the day, I think the legislature can take a really good look at uh, at the Chippewa Falls home, uh, one of the best in the nation, and also the only one in Wisconsin that has meaningful public-private partnerships um, where they they seem to have circumnavigated a lot of the barriers that these other homes have to success. And so hopefully we can get a appointee who's both committed to fixing these facilities um, and prioritizing that over, you know, giving out money to random political organizations or doing photo shoots. Um, playing pickleball with the Wausau mayor. Yeah, that's what <laughs> Governor Evers does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I just, and the, you know, these are, these are the vet, these are our veterans, like, gave everything. Most of these guys and gals are from conflicts where they, you know, they didn't really, they didn't receive a warm welcome when they came home and, you know, I'm I'm going to end up in one of these homes someday, you know, like these are our grandpas, our uncles, our brothers, our dads. And, you know, we owe it to them to turn these facilities around. And so and, and a lot of this is going to be on the legislature to, you know, to really dig in with whatever nominee Eber sends forward and to consider, uh, you know, dig, investigating what's going on in these homes. Right. The legislature has oversight ability. Um, authority, and they can certainly dig in here. Are you working with any of our legislators in particular? I mean, do you have this, uh, is it on someone's radar at this point? Absolutely. Well, and, and we've got, um, we've got, uh, you know, a fantastic number of, um, of, uh, of military veterans in the legislature mm-hmm. um, that I'm, I'm excited to work with uh, this year. Um, you know, we've got uh, uh, Senator Nas. Mm-hmm. Uh, Senator Kuyenga is gone. Senator Roth is gone. Um, we've got uh, Tony, Representative Tony Kurtz, uh, who's uh, just an amazing guy out of uh, out of uh, Moston area. Um, Rep. Allen, um, Karen Hurd, the new one. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's coming on. She's a former intelligence officer. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited to work with her. Um, so I, I think we've got uh, we've got a we've got a pretty good. Uh, Senator Wimberger out of Green Bay. We've got a great cohort of veterans who, I think, um, I think are 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 going to be looking at this kind of stuff and uh, and paying attention to uh, uh, what our next veteran secretary does. I mean, if I had a loved one at Union Grove and I heard about this, I would immediately want uh, uh, whomever it was to to move to the one in Chippewa because I mean, why wouldn't why wouldn't you? Right. Uh, and and I mean, I guess. That's my question. At this point, uh, is it even uh, is it possible for family members to move their move someone to the you know the best location as opposed to where they're if they're stuck at Union Grove? 
Right. Well, I mean, you know, it all depends on bed allocation and, and, and all kinds of things. But you're really getting at one of the key problems with ineffective government is the broken trust, right? It's a broken trust of like, okay, so I might think that my dad or grandpa should be in a veteran's home because he's a veteran. But after seeing these kind of things, like, how do you... How do you do that in good faith? And, that, and that's why, like, radical and transparent accountability and, and policy change is so crucial. Um, you know, whether it's veterans health care, whether it's, you know, government handling of pandemic or anything. Once when the government trust is broken, it takes time to rebuild it. it takes time. It takes transparency and it takes meaningful reform, not just window dressing. And so we we hope to see we hope to see that meaningful change here going forward, Meg. So, are you going to press to be involved in selecting a new Veterans Affairs Secretary? I mean, is that something that your organization can participate in? No, no, I you know I I don't I don't think so. But you know I I do work very closely with uh, with our legislators in Madison. Um, you know they know that this is a very important issue to us, mm-hmm. um, and so uh, and and that's their job. Right, right. Uh, to, to to dig in here and make sure that we get someone who's uh, who's qualified and committed to uh, turning this around. So, what can our listeners do to help with this particular issue? I mean, with regard to Union Grove, is are there phone calls that 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 they can make, or what would you like to see happen? Yeah, well, right right now, honestly, I would. Um, we're you know we're going to wait to see um, uh, who is nominated, but um, if you're concerned about this. Um, you know, Union Grove or King uh, Nursing Home, uh, you know, reach out to your legislators and tell them this is an important issue for you. Like, reach out to them and tell them to, that you want these homes turned around. Uh, and that's, you know, a lot of people think that their phone calls, they don't matter. Uh, but but mo- a lot of the things that we were able to accomplish come from encouraging folks to communicate uh, directly and effectively with their legislators. Um but, uh, you know, big picture, you can check out uh, www.cv4a.org, um, and you can read more about what the, the federal work that we're doing, which, you know, takes a lot more, a lot more phone calls than they, you know, than, than a, a state policy issue. Uh, but our, our, our fight with the VA is, uh, is warming up. They've been blocking FOIA, uh, FOIA lawsuits. We're really hoping with a Republican majority in the Congress that we'll finally uh, get to dig in um, and expose what's happening at the VA nationally. Um, and, and I just I think that those signals trickle down. You know, when the national VA is allowed to flaunt the law, when they're allowed to prioritize, when they're allowed to prioritize, you know, ma- trying to maintain a health care monopoly over giving veterans the health care access they deserve, um, we need people to step up and hold them accountable. And oh. so I hope we'll see that this year. You've got an ally in Congressman-elect Derek Van Orden who will be sworn in today, oh, too. Sure so what, what a rock star he will be for for your efforts, too. So Very excited to work with him. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Sam Rogers, thank you so much. You are policy director, strategic director. Oh, i got to get the title straight. For Concerned <laughs> Veterans for America. Um, and again, your website is CV, the number four, the letter A, dot org. Thank you so much okay. for joining me this morning. Anything else you wanted to quickly add? 
No, that's it. Thank you so much, Meg. I appreciate you. Yeah, well, right back at you. Stay in touch. God bless you for all that you're doing on behalf of our veterans. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Have a great day, Mr. Mom. We'll talk soon. Got to go to a break. We'll roll right into the 830 News, followed by the second half of WSAU Feedback.